Who goes to poetry for safety anyway? J.D. Salinger, from Seymour and Introduction. Rachel Gray grew up in rural Nevada. Her work appears in the anthology Walong Hia, Literature Taking Risks Toward Liberatory Practice. She is also a Kundiman Fellow. Her poems explore ideas of food, television, tourism, human trafficking, and the embodied muse. Despite her work's serious subject matter, she's still fun to be around. Welcome to The Poets Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. Rachel, what poems have you brought for us today? Advice, after Anthony Bourdain. 1. Fornas, Azores. How many times have I seen this scene? The one where a woman tells you that the heart of our planet beats stronger, here at Fornas. How many times have I seen your protests? How the hot springs smell and smell and smell? How many times have I wanted to reach my hands through the television screen and grab your wrists? Shake you, then take your pulse. Listen, man, shut up and listen. How I would love to breathe in, breathe deep, take a millennium's worth of sulfur into my lungs. How I want to take this humble offering of an egg boiled in an ancient heart. 2. Chiang Mai, Thailand. I have taken a humble offering and forgotten it. A basket of duck eggs boiled into a hot spring. There is even a picture of me holding one. I am standing next to the man who gave them to me. Cameras followed me there, too. I left him behind, a pastor with a daycare full of children. One screamed after his mother's motorcycle dust. Screamed and screamed until lunch came on tin plates and his tiny hands scooped rice into his hungry, endless mouth. I left behind the taste of eggs boiled in an ancient heart. What I want to remember. On losing. Tonight, the most important thing was playoffs. The Cardinals played their worst. With every inning, we prayed to whoever would hear us. Little spirits floated skyward with every red bird strikeout. And now, I'm standing at the corner, waiting to cross the street, to nourish my sorry stomach so hungry for something. It is dark, these streets are empty. The air I breathe out disappears into, you always talk to me like I'm an idiot. He is standing across the street with a friend, next to the windows of a restaurant. This man, he's wearing a cardinal's jacket, eyelashed red bird stitched right above his heart. His stomach is full of Budweiser, and his voice is the city ablaze. It harmonizes with the tinkling music of the restaurant. It rises and breaks, but I'm not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. He shakes his head, and I'm still waiting for the light so I can cross the street, be nearer to him. His friend tries to touch a palm to his shoulder, but this man, tonight, this man's footsteps itch. I know his unquiet, the way a baseball game can hollow out a ribcage, unsatisfy us, uncover all the depressions we thought we forgot. This is the first time I heard laughter and death in the same sentence. A skinny insect with long, thin legs flew into the only light bulb in the room that night. Again and again, it smashed its crunchy body into the delicate glass between it and all this light. 
Lolo snatched the insect out of its relentless quest, held its squirmy body between his calloused fingers, and yanked off its wings. It made a song like a finger snap. I froze, and the insect froze, and Lolo threw the wings on the floor, popped the stunned body into his mouth. He laughed, and I didn't know whether to laugh with him or cry for the dust fresh on his fingertips. Romance at the market. One day, a shop owner caught me dabbing at the eyes of a dead fish. She slapped my curious hand. Don't touch; the fish will bite. Before this, I loved to look into the glassy eyes of tilapia thrown onto ice. They stared back at me, wide-eyed, unflinching. I used to breathe them in, crackled ice, hum and whir of refrigerator, smell of fish freshly dead. I loved their skin, ran my fingers along their muscled bodies. I imagined them full of tiny beating hearts, moist coils of intestine, swimming with otherworldly grace. Their fates, beds of rice, crockpots of stew. I dabbed their eyes to stop their tears. Who could give up an ocean and not cry? You've been listening to poems by Rachel Gray on the Poets Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. You can visit the Poets Weave online at wfiu.org/poetsweave.